I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm Ben Carter. We're two hip-hop writers and fans of hip-hop. I am lead editor of The Fifth Element, where I highlight the fifth element of hip-hop, knowledge. And I head up Hip-Hop by the Numbers, where I research statistics and use them to paint the bigger picture. And welcome to Digging in the Digits. Evening slash morning. Yeah, how's it going, Charlie? You sound uh, just a touch tired, mate. <laughs> just a touch. See, see, see. What people don't know behind the behind the uh, behind the curtain. We, we have we have a chat obviously beforehand, and I was like, nah. Oh. So I went to the end game last night. Okay. It was lit, but uh, me me and my boy. Just just went in through the night, and he actually had work to do, which I found mad funny. Um, and he actually hit me up at like six a.m. today, and I finally did it. <laughs> so I I may be running on fumes, but uh, but uh, just a, just a word to my boy Dave because he has the lack of sleep he's had in the past few days is absolutely absurd. So oh man, well this is this is why this is why I don't this is why I didn't take an academic course. <laughs> this is why this is why. <laughs> but other than that, I'm okay. Yes, I'm running on a bit of fumes, but it's all good. So I'm 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 saving up that last bit of energy for this. So well, I mean, I'm comfy. I'm, I'm feeling alright. I watched Game of Thrones last night, but I didn't watch it. Oh yeah, how you how you rating that, mate? Well, I'll talk about it at the end of the podcast because we do need something light to end on, and I do have a little bit okay, of a story okay, with okay, to it. But okay. it was a same, great episode. Same player. But I've got some endorphins coursing through the, the system at the moment, so I'm running on those, which is really, really quite powerful. All uh, right. So, uh, <clears throat> so, so drinks for me and Game of Thrones for you. Okay, we we know we know where our energy's coming from. Yeah, we got some stuff at the end. We got some stuff. Okay, good. Um, so the topic for today, um, where. You know, some artists, uh, you know, as a, seg- as a minor segue, get their energy from the Lord above, that's and that's true. what we're talking about. That's true. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're talking about for this uh, for this week. We are talking about uh, religion in hip hop, basically. Uh, just put put simply, um, just you know how many how many artists actually mess with that kind of kind of stuff. How we don't actually recognize how many artists actually mess with um, you know certain religions or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you know just just general just general history about it. I, f- I find uh, religion and hip hop is so intertwined. I don't think people actually know how um, you know prevalent it is. I mean, it's really like that's that's one thing that I found thinking about this topic mm. because obviously we're using just to to give some context we're using Kanye West as a jumping point for this and his Sunday service at Coachella yes. and yes I was listening to a lot of people saying that Kanye was being a bit disingenuous he was trying to sell something he has never really been a Christian rapper or uh, that he's never really embraced faith until now and he might be using it mm. for his own selfish means but uh, mm. I, I went back over his discography and we'll talk about that in a second but then I thought a little bit more about rapping uh, rappers and what I've listened to in the past, and you know they talk a lot about about God. You know, especially when I used to get physical copies and read their liner notes. Every yeah. copy at the end was like, you know, thank you to God at the end. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, being not being raised strictly Christian, it was quite surprising to me that it was so prevalent in hip hop. Yeah, I mean. 
personally, I'm not really religious in any way, but I do find this, I, I do find religion just overall just very fascinating. And uh, yeah, I think um, I think uh, people saying Kanye's disingenuous or stuff like that, I think, I, I mean, out of most um, popular artists in like the past 10, 15 years, I think uh, Kanye's been the mo- one, one of the more uh, prominent, uh, traffickers, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, in you know, um, uh, you know, you know, pra- praising the Lord uh, <laughs> again, for lack of a better phrase, in you know, main- especially mainstream hip hop, because yeah. uh, you know, but um, it, it is it is interesting how um, how again religion is intertwined into hip hop and and how. You know, people like uh, Lecrae, for example. That's yeah. like the that's like the that's like the one artist, isn't it? That people always bring up when they're talking about you know Christian hip hop, and uh, you know it's it's relevant. But you know, most mainstream artists actually do have that you know that religious content, and uh, I think it's very understated. Yeah, I mean, there were, well, firstly, I was going to ask before I even gave the numbers if you felt that Kanye was a Christian rapper, and and you okay, kind right? Of did answer that, and then the second is yeah. that. Uh, I actually, yeah, I did run some numbers for Lecrae so we could compare him to Kanye. But oh, good. I, I looked at another rapper, and this is why the distinction is quite hard. Like, so there was a rapper, there's a rapper called NF, uh, and he released his album Perception, yes. I think it was last year. I'm not sure if you've ever listened to him before. I've heard of him. I haven't listened to him, but I've heard of him. I've heard heard some people talk about him, yeah. Yeah, so this was an interesting case because I was doing a lot of work on charts and I was looking at NF and I was like, wow, he's really killing it. And I Mm. Googled him and everyone was like, oh, he's a Christian rapper. So I thought, oh, that's that's Mm. Christian rap. So when I came to do the stats for this this podcast, I was going to analyze his album for uh, Christianity and, and how much content was related to religion. But NF himself has come out and said, I'm not actually a Christian rapper. I just rap about God sometimes. You know, like he, well, there you go, he said, I'm a Christian and I'm a rapper, but that's not my, you know, that's not my genre. But then I and right. I, I was going through his album and there's not that much explicit references to God. and But he's considered oh, really? a Christian. Yeah, which was like I was a bit disappointed because I sat down with it yeah. and I was looking for a Christian rapper to compare Kanye to. I ended up on Lecrae. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, and, and then I thought to myself, man, there's, there's other rappers out there who speak so much more on God, but they're not really considered yeah. Christian rappers. And it's just yeah. this weird, not weird, but it, it's interesting that NF would kind of try and distance himself from the term when religion is so entwined into hip-hop that it's almost like it's it's just part of it. You know, it's it's rare to find a rapper not rapping about religion. I think it's I think it's simply because um, when someone says Christian hip hop or Christian rapper, I think people turn off mm. in in some way. You know, not not consciously going oh 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 cri- uh, Christianity hip oh uh, no no thank you give me give me some something different. I think it's just subconscious where like it's a label and because it's a label, therefore it's negative. Yeah. I feel like that's what's going on here. You know, I can see, I can understand that if that is NF's, you know, you know, uh, mo in terms of why why you said it like that. But um, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's just simply because it's a because it's a label, just outright doesn't really matter what it is. But I think because of that, people just have some sort of dismissal to it and. You know, and 
you know, from in terms of like from an evolutionary standpoint, if you if you say that that you're a Christian hip hop rapper or whatever, you can't you kind of putting yourself in the box already. You know what I mean? And that's what people are gonna ex- expect you to do. And then you know, some people try and get out of that certain box wherever they're in. You know, and this can be taken to a lot of other subgenres of hip hop, and they try and break out of it. And and sometimes it do- doesn't work. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. So yeah, and I think, I think uh, just because yeah, it's right. a label. Yeah, you, you're right. It, it does put you in a box. I mean, uh, Chance the rapper is a good example for me personally because I was a massive fan <coughs> of Chance uh, prior to Coloring mm. Book, and I listened mm. to Coloring Book. And look, I'm not saying that I'm atheist, but I'm certainly not <laughs> a self-identifying Christian. I would say I'm agnostic. Right. But there were a lot of right, okay. songs on that album and a lot of bars that just didn't connect with me because i i don't it's it's not the way i feel and yeah i think like for example i've never personally listened to lecrae um and i Mm -hmm. I avoided listening to nf not because i'm against christianity it's just that it wasn't it wasn't my religion and so i felt tread carefully i I, i'm trying i'm not you know, I'm just being 100% honest. You know, hey, like don't we, be fair. Don't be fair. It's all good. We don't have to. We don't all have to be Christians. But it's not like it's not like I actively rejected them because they're Christian. It's just that it didn't it didn't resonate with me, and it, it wasn't my my interest or something that I would connect to. And and I was I'm a little bit fearful with Kanye because running these numbers. I mean, we've all we always knew that Kanye. Uh, spoke a lot about religion and Christianity in his music. Well, yeah, yeah and the first single was like Jesus Walks, wasn't it? So. Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, so and, and the music, like that's the thing, that's the harder thing to quantify is that the music is quite gospel-like at times and very yes. um yes, yes, you know, yes. really, really taps into that, which is really yeah. great. But the, I like that Kanye was speaking about other things too. You know, things that um were interesting things that shed light on his life and what it's like to be famous and things like that. Mm. So if Kanye were to say my next album is going to be a gospel album, it might be more difficult for me to get into, if that makes sense. It just goes down the Snoop Dogg route. <laughs> well, he did really. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I, I didn't listen uh-huh. to it. And I love Snoop Dogg, but I, I was like, well, this is not really for yeah, me. No. You know, this, I'm not the target audience for this one, you know. Yeah, not gonna be able to do that, my guy. <laughs> no, 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 actually, actually, did find it fascinating. You said um, something about um, the, the, the like gospel, you know, production, and I, obviously that's very prevalent in Kanye's discography throughout, yeah. like from start to finish. And I think that's something that is um, very understated in this whole conversation. You know, you can get into statistics, which we'll obviously get into and stuff like that, but you can't really quantify. Well, you probably could actually. Like, um, is there gospel in this track? Is there gospel in that track? You know, yeah, you could, yeah. you could, you could try that. Probably, it's possible to do it from a statistical standpoint. But um, I do find it interesting trying to think of like you know Kanye songs and how much uh, just gospel elements there are in each of them. And you know, people aren't going to say, "Oh, that's Christian hip hop right there." It's just it's it's because it's Kanye and we know his inspirations in that particular field and we just go with it and I think that's how it works with a lot of a lot of other rappers to be fair which I'll I'll probably get into later but um, yeah I, f- I find from production side it's much more overstated but then again understated because nobody mentions it yeah and what you said is a great point you know it's hard it's not I mean I personally don't feel comfortable trying to quantify the gospel aspect of the production because again I haven't grown up with the church and so 
it's not Fair really enough. you know mm-hmm. i i did think about that and i think a great way to do it is exactly what you say does this song include that gospel? was not request by the way <laughs> no no no. i understand i'm just trying to um explain why it might be hard for some people to kind of get their mm. head around this fact because mm. a lot of people have been critical of kanye uh and so i will get into the numbers now because i was interested to see how much kanye actually does rap about religion um Get the digits. So, I mean, his highest religious content on an album was uh, Cool Summer, which was... Sorry, it was Kids See Ghosts is first. That's So 12.5% okay. of Kanye's lyrics on Kids See Ghosts are religious. Hmm. Then it's 12.2% on Cruel Summer. Then there's nothing hmm. above 10%. The next highest is Life of Pablo at 8.1%. Then we've got College Dropout, which is 6.8%. Uh, Watch the Throne, 5.7. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, 5.5. The lowest is 808, 0.2%. So these numbers are like mm. quite low. If you have a look at yeah. uh, by the song, um, you would think that Jesus Walks is the highest. It's not actually. Uh, Ultralight Beam is the highest, which is uh, 100%. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Jesus Walks is only 54.9%. Because a, oh, lot of, okay. a lot of his verses are about life in Chicago and, and um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, poverty mm-hmm. coming up from nothing. So mm. I don't know how you personally feel about those numbers. But to me, on the surface, they don't look like huge numbers. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really, yeah, it is kind of, um, it is kind of underwhelming. <laughs> Yeah, you that's like, what so I like, when, I, when I ran them. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. You try, you're trying to like having this whole conversation about it, and I'm just like, really? Like mm. most of the albums under ten percent? Huh? Okay. That's what I. Mean, I yeah, that's that was yeah. surprising to me. Yeah, very. Yeah, very. Um. Yeah, I, I think. I think. I think it's um from from a pure Kanye perspective, just trying to look at him, you know, just on the face. You know, I'm not gonna listen to all his work right now but it's, it's just like just trying to think about it um y- y- you would think it would be more i really I, I can't really get my head around it but then again there are a lot of things that he does go into let's you know we can be completely honest with ourselves and say that he doesn't just talk about himself he doesn't just talk about uh, religion or you know or, or money clothes and hose and all that you know he, he, he talks about other stuff but we yeah. just obviously take you know the stuff that we want, which just so happens to be the money, clothes, hoes, and some religion ones, and you know, it's just stuff like that. So yeah, it depends what you like. Yeah, exactly. And I like, I mean, I've run heaps of numbers on Kanye, and yeah, he doesn't actually talk about himself a huge amount. I mean, he talks about himself less than Nicki Minaj, significantly less. I tweeted the other mm. day when Taylor Swift's new song came out. Because her song's entitled Me, and I did an article a few years ago <laughs> that compared <laughs> reputation to Kanye's entire discography in terms of how often she mentions okay. herself. And Taylor yeah. Swift mentioned herself more on that album than Kanye has on any prior album. So we all consider Kanye oh, wow. to be this huge egoist, but mm. I, I've, I've got the stats. He's honestly not. Mm. He actually is below Kid Cudi, he's below Big Sean, he's below Drake. So he doesn't mention himself as much as we think. There's a lot of uh, socially conscious and political content on his albums as well. So Kanye's got a really diverse range of topics that he speaks on. But I think why these numbers 
uh, surprising is because exactly what you spoke about earlier is there are uh, gospel aspects to his production and, you know, he has guests as well that do speak a little bit on religious stuff and they just have a religious feel regardless of what Kanye is actually speaking about. Like when I posted those numbers about Jesus Walks, everyone said, wow, I can't believe it's not 100% because it feels very, very religious but yeah. the lyrical content isn't 100% religious. So, but, but in people's minds, that's a religious song. So I think that's why we feel a little bit anticlimactic about those numbers. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, I think it does go back to just the production side of it. Like when you just hear some of the songs, you just, you just think it, but, you're not, when, but we're not actually like taking in the lyrics, you know, so, you know, uh, uh, robotically and just going, okay, that's a, that's a Christian word. Religion, 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 bar, religion, bar, religion, bar. We're not doing that. Yeah. So, it, it, but, you know, when you hear the production of Jesus Walks, you're like, damn, this is so religious. What the hell is going on? This yeah. is, I feel like I'm in church right now. You know what I mean? So, and, yeah. you know, this is, this isn't just a kind of thing. This, you know, it's just, um, it's just, it's just be, you know, all rounding here. There are plenty of other, ice and religions especially where you know hip-hop through history through its through its own history has gone on to you know created some some different uh see this is why this is why i love hip-hop man it's it's just so it's just so encapsulated all encapsulating where you can literally pick a certain era or a certain ice and you're just like i want to i want to get into some of that so if you indulge me, I want to get into some a little bit of hip hop history with you. Go for it, man. Go for it. Bring the bring it so to the kids. Bring it to the kids. <laughs> the year was nineteen seventy nine. So I want to get into some uh, is, uh, Islam. Let's get into some Islam right now. So okay. we're talking about five percenters. So yep. um, going back to like the sixties, seventies, obviously you had like Malcolm X and Nation of Islam, right? And then there was actually an offshoot of that called the five percenters. Now you know taking all that history off and just um continuing because uh, you know it's a podcast i'm not here for a book uh basically the five percenters are just um an offshoot of the nation of islam it's very more relaxed and this in terms of its rules and stuff like that and ways to live but it is very you know just islamic in its base mm-hmm. so let me list off a couple of a, f- a few eyes that you may have heard of that are actually five percenters jay electronica yeah, uh, yeah big daddy kane Jay-Z. Yeah. Jay-Z in his early... Probably in, most likely in his early well, stuff. there's a classic... Uh, rock, sorry, rock him. Not, not to cut you, but like there's a classic clip of Jay-Z on The Breakfast Club in 2013 and he's got a giant uh, 5%... Well, he says yes. from the 5% chain. And, you oh, know, you everyone go. was like, what's, still the about math- it. what's the mathematics? And, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's true, yeah. But you don't know it, yeah, unless, still about it. unless someone speaks about it. Yeah. Continue, sorry. Exactly. Sorry. So, yeah. No, no, it's... Uh, Daddy Kane, Jay Z, Rakim, mm. Wu Tang, Brand Nubian, more importantly, Nas, Common, and A Z. You know, the, 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 these are these are legit these are legit artists right here, and they actually you know praise this um, this uh, this five percent of uh, life. And obviously, I could go into it more, but I just find it fascinating how they're actually you know it's not just Christianity here. You know, when it comes to uh, religion in hip hop, there's just a bit you know the five percent of thing has been around for ages, and now. Yeah. More recently, um, perpetuated by uh, <laughs> a, 
what a combination of Kodak Black and Kendrick Lamar. Okay. What, what a disparity! What a disparity there. Yeah. Um, they're actually big proponents of um, of Hebrew Israelite, Israelites, which is basically um, mm. just a black Jew Jewish basically kind of um, kind of a realm. Yeah. Um, for for, for uh, trying uh, trying to explain it in layman's terms, but it is is very is very fascinating on on that front. How you know, again, people uh, eyes here are, and some of the most noble ones are taking something and you know um, making their own uh, making their own statements on it. Yeah, and what's really interesting that you said that. I was listening to this one Epstein interview with Jay-Z himself a few years ago. I think it was from mm. like 2009. And they were talking about Wu-Tang and 5%. And I think Ebro, no, no, it was Rosen, Peter Rosenberg was on it. And, and one Epstein was right. talking about how he told Peter Rosenberg about, I think, don't, don't quote me on this, but I think this was the conversation about how a lot of Wu-Tang's early stuff and most of Wu-Tang's stuff was 5%. And, you know, there, there were heaps yep. of references just slid in and, and wordplay regarding that. And, and so Rosenberg said, you know, when I went back and listened to Wu-Tang with, that, with those new eyes and ears, he's like, it was yeah. just mind-boggling, the amount of, of the different ways that they were speaking, the, the way that they were uh, bringing religion into their music. And that's what is so incredible about hip-hop. Like, you can literally speak about anything you want and you can speak about 10 different things at the same time. And so exactly. maybe that's why religion does get left off a little bit. I remember there's a classic clip of, of Kanye creating that Lucifer beat for Jay-Z for the Black album. Okay. And they put on Fade yeah. to Black. And Jay-Z's like, you know, it's the, the, it's very gospel, gospel-ish. Mm. And Jay-Z goes into the studio and, he, and into the booth and he spits a few bars. And he comes out and he's like, Word to God, I've never read a, 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 the Bible in my entire life. But he's still speaking on religion. And, like, he's still speaking on, you know, if you go in deeply into his lyrics, he's speaking on 5% stuff as well. So I think people don't actually understand just how deep religion is entwined with hip-hop because a lot of the time we miss it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I remember listening to Damn you know just you know just a few years ago and you know there is actually plenty of um hebrew like content there especially in uh fear i don't know if you remember wow. do you remember fear where like um it had the 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 basically that phone call that was going on and yeah. the, the recording that was going on for most of the song that was actually his um that was actually his cousin uh carl duckworth it was actually talking about you know the uh I think it was called uh, Deuteron- Deuteronomy, if I if I said that right, yep. and yep. yeah, uh, where this is this is actually I'm t- I'm talking for by like a genius arc right here where it goes uh, Moses addresses the twelve tribes of Israel who have made the exodus from slavery in Egypt and wandered four years in the desert. Like what? <laughs> you know what I mean, it's just what? <laughs> there's there's so much there's so much stuff you can dig into here, and you know it's it's again this is just a big high five the hip hop right now because I'm just like you could literally do a few bars or even just have like s- your, your cousin just hop on a, a voice recorder and just like record something for you like is 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 great how you know you can and we can uh, how funny we can all miss this you know because I missed yeah. this I, yeah. I needed I needed a genius article to tell me this because I did not 
I was I, I never heard of any Hebrew Israelite until until Dam. So. Well, see, that's 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 crazy because I was actually analyzing Dam for this podcast, and so right. I, I went through it bar by bar, and I went through that you know that um that phone call that you're speaking of, and I've, I've come up with like the numbers are you know twelve point one percent of Kendrick's lyrics are about religion, but what like because I used to uh, volunteer for Genius, I was a moderator for about three mm-hmm. three four years, so I spent mm-hmm. you know hours a day annotating lyrics and the stuff that i found i don't i didn't work on dam but i did work on to pimp a butterfly and there was so right. much religious God, stuff fun mate when black of the berry dropped i've never experienced such a like it was just crazy everyone on genius was just like it was like a hornet's yeah. nest had been shaken up and everyone came out of the woodwork and everyone's trying to annotate and explain oh. what each bar means and it was right. just really yeah. exciting but you're right with Dam. When I went through it, there's so much religious imagery on there, and and stuff that you wouldn't know unless you knew the Bible yourself. And I had to use genius annotations with every, almost every single bar because you know even a, a a bar that doesn't look like it's religious at all could be a reference to a Bible verse that Kendrick has spoken about in the past, and it's linked up to this. Like there's very intricate ways that he tells stories. Um, I personally didn't know that it was uh, Hebrew, Israelite, Israelite, that kind of stuff. I just kind of tagged it under religion, but it's it's interesting to yeah. know that. <laughs> well, I, you know, I again, I'm no, I'm certainly no expert on it, so. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> it's just religion, but, general. You know, just, yeah, so you know, just um, just taking it back and round this and round it and, and going full circle with this, so, um. Now that we've, now that we've, you know, now that we've given a few names here, here and there, where like, you know, you have the Jay Zs, the Common Nazis talking about five percent of life, and you have, you know, people like Kendrick now talking about Hebrews like life, and obviously there are plenty, plenty, plenty of artists talking about Christianity life. Mm. Uh, my, 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 I think my question is like for all, for all of this is like, um, is. I mean, there is a there is an overall question of we should really we should really look into lyrics more. Like, uh, I do find I, I had this um just a, a slight tangent. I did have this thought about Genius the other day, where I was like, how 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 funny is uh, Genius is the thing now, but lyricism is like uh, it's like <laughs> it's, it's lost. Oh man, just, that's just, that's just, more just than a side a, thought. Just, that's more than a just tangent. a depressing side thought. That's more than if, a if tangent, can... man. Like that's why, honestly, that's one of the reasons why I left Genius because, like, Genius, <laughs> like with with actual Genius, is moving away from this, moving away from annotations. It, unless, like, if you've been on the inside, people who listen to this podcast, who know, you know how the community works at Genius. Like when it f- was massive no, around when it was massive around 2013 to you know 2015. Lyricism was still a big thing, and Genius was pouring resources into annotations. And then all of a sudden, yeah. as we we've spoken about before, you know, lyricism became less of a thing. Genius started pouring money out of annotations and into memes and social media and news articles, and just like getting people like Blueface to you know explain <laughs> lyrics. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, Genius goes where the where where the popularity is, and it 
you know the community's dying because of it so it's just it's sad but okay, it's okay you made that solely dark actual, the community's me, dying experience that yeah lyricism is i was dying. just creasing up there and you just went completely serious with that i was, I was like okay <laughs> i accidentally leads you on to that um uh the, the that genius tangent so so yeah apologies for that That's all right. um yeah just to finish just to, just to finish off on you know religion and stuff um I do think it's. Uh, I do think. I think my opinion on it is very. It is very understated, and I think it's something that is you know worthy of you know genuine research, like how you know people look into you know conscious bars and you know flex bars and stuff like that. I think it's as important as that. Yeah, into well, you know, it comes into all content. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna talk about this content. I think you should talk about rigid religious content as well because obviously for some artists that is what you know is important to them and what is important to them is what they are. So uh, that's why I think about everything like that in terms of religion. Well, I had just have one more question for you with regards to what's happening with Kanye. Do you feel that it is? I mean, a lot of people have said that it's cynical and that he's using religion to make money and I mean as if no you mean on the Sunday religion. service thing with the Sunday service and with the with the merchandise which was costing a lot of money um, do you feel like this is mm. genuine from Kanye do you feel like he's allowed to do this do you feel like you know is he being too cynical I mean at the end of the day he could do what he wants that's kind of what I've been that's kind of the conclusion I've come to in the past you know year and a half just just let him do what he wants and mm. if he wants to drop music I'll listen to it and if he doesn't want to drop music and do all this then fine by me and I won't, I'll just continue on with my life so um, again I'm not religious so I can't really you know it doesn't like offend me in that in that way I can see why it could offend uh, people yep. um, yeah uh, I, <laughs> I, I don't want to I don't want to skip around the question <laughs> But I think I am because <laughs> uh, I just think I just think it's one of those things where like um, yeah I, I, I don't know I, I I just find it as another Kanye thing like yeah. he, if if he wants to drop music then drop music but if he's gonna do all this then I'm just gonna continue on my life I'm just gonna keep keep it moving to be completely honest with you and this this is an interesting take because it's not the take that we get to see very often on the internet and it's this idea that I have of like a small group of people who are very vocal and I think your opinion there is the majority. I think most people aren't that super interested in what Kanye is doing and they don't really care that much and I think the media just hypes everything up to the max and people who are very offended yeah. or people who are, you know, Kanye stands who are really defending him yeah. are the ones that we see the most because they're the most vocal but in, in reality... Mm -hmm. Most people don't seem to care. You know, I um, I went out with a girl uh, a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about Kanye and she's a big hip-hop fan. So I was like really curious to see how she feels about what Kanye's been going through and, and like, because I'm passionate, you know, I care about this kind of stuff and I really think deeply about it. And I said, what do you think about Kanye? Like, and she's like, I don't know. I guess he's just going through some stuff and I really hope that he gets some help and he, he comes out the other side. And I'm like... Okay, fair enough. But, like, do you think, you know, what do you think about this Sunday service stuff? What do you think? And she's like, oh, it doesn't really affect me and, and doesn't really bother me that much. And yeah, I think that's yeah. a pretty pretty standard opinion. I don't think there's anything wrong with that opinion. I think that's a great 
attitude to have towards it because it's right. Like, you know, it's these, extra. these these stars don't owe us anything. They really don't, you know. They they put it out extra. they do what they do and we connect with it or we don't and we keep it moving. And most people don't seem to want to do that. Everyone wants to talk about it for forty minutes and get obsessed about it. And me personally, I do because I, I care a lot and I want to talk about it for 40 minutes and get obsessed with it. But I think I'm <laughs> the, the smaller group, massively smaller group. And I think you're right. I don't think it for most people it's that big of a deal. But you know what's going to happen, right? What? He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna, he's gonna do Beyonce and uh, drop the whole whole thing as a live album. Oh, really? Oh, the, the same thing. No, no, I don't, I, that's not, that's not, that's not what, that's not, fact that's what i think will happen. oh this is this, this is a prediction this is a hot take <laughs> it's not off the wire that is not hot off the press that is not <laughs> factual that is me just predicting shit <laughs> we'll have to wait and see we'll have to wait and see i i personally hope he waits a little bit before dropping some new music because um i just think he needs where's yondi right. oh, i could not give a fuck it's no it, you know it's it, at this point i'm the same as you i mean like th- three or four years ago i would have really cared for a new kanye album now i'm kind of like you know just just whenever it drops, Take it or leave it. Just whenever Take it, it drops, leave it. yeah. Don't worry about it. Like, you, you, if yeah. it's crap, you just keep it in the hard drive and and fix it. You know. Focus on you, my guy. Just, yeah, that's a hundred percent right. You know, and like Joe Biden said this about Kanye. He said, like, if this is part of his healing process, then great. You know, I respect that and and um, I support him in that. And I feel the same way. You know, Kanye watching him and having gone through mental illness, well, going through it myself and having been on meds and off meds, like Kanye said. And, you know, there's some crazy stuff I tweeted during my coming off medication and being off medication. And if I was Kanye, it would have made headline news. So I totally understand that Kanye is going through some some stuff at the moment. I think you should just take some time, man. Just take some time and get yourself right and and then come back with new music after that. You know, you don't have to keep doing stuff. Well said, and uh, I think we should head off to on a lighter note for that one because that depresses shit out of me. I apologise. So, I know uh, that you're you're a bit fragile at the moment with uh, with lack of sleep. All right, calm down. Okay, 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 okay. We're good. We're it's good. not that bad. I will tell. Well, you've got to tell us about this because you've you've got something here. Tell us about this lack of sleep. What happened last night? Oh, bro! I just went to see Avengers Endgame. My guy. Oh, is that it? <laughs> Yeah, man, I've just been to see Avengers Endgame. Uh, me and my me and my boy, me and my boy David uh, just went to uh, uh, just went to chill afterwards, basically. And he was doing some work, and yeah, I just yeah, man, we were just we were just chilling, to be honest. Okay, <laughs> we just all right. Track of time, we just went into, just chilled into the night, to be honest. But um, well, fair enough. Yeah, and then enough. I woke up. I got you know just you know I, I've got. If anyone wants to know, I've got a uh, bathroom uh, renovation going on. So uh, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> So if you if you guys want to know about my life, that's what's going on. We've got, got some good con- innovation. Got, got some good content Keep me going awake. on here. <laughs> Quality content. <laughs> well, I'll tell. So I'll give my version of what happened last night because it was, it was quite intense. So obviously, Game of Thrones, massive show. Everyone's yes. obsessed with it now. Except me. Yeah. Okay. Well, this might be difficult <laughs> for you to fully Continue. understand what, where I'm coming from here. Continue. Don't get triggered. <laughs> so so we're. When I was younger, I was quite good at sport, specifically cricket, and I was obsessed with sport. You know, I watched, I, I followed AFL teams, I followed sporting teams. Um, mm. 
And obviously when you're part of a community like that and part of a, a sporting team, there's a lot of uh, mateship and there's a lot of, you know, it's a, it's a close community and you're competing with each other. So when you win mm-hmm. something together, there's this feeling you get, this euphoric kind of like crazy adrenaline, you know, just this great feeling, this rush. And yeah. the probably the biggest rush I had, I was playing for quite a high-level represent, high representative team and... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're you're English, so you probably understand cricket. Um, we needed two runs to win off the last ball, and it was dark. Right. You know, it was. It, I was batting low down the order, and I scored the mm. runs. I smashed it through the leg side and got two runs, and they carried me off the field. You know, it was this great, massive moment. And I was thinking the other day. You know, I don't really play any sport anymore. I don't really follow sport that closely. I was like, I think I'm never gonna have those moments again. And it was a really sad thing to think of. Like, I'm not going to have that euphoric, just crazy, we've achieved something or we've, we're, we're in this together and we've gone through this for years together and we've now achieved our goal. But yeah. I got that last night with Game of Thrones. Now, I'm not going to okay. spoil it, but I was sitting down and watching it with my parents and we've been watching it since it started, you know, and, you know, Dad especially is obsessed with it, but we have this thing where we right. watch it together every week. And, like, yeah. when what happened at the end happened, man, it just erupted in our house. Like, I was up, I was stabbing the air, I was going absolutely crazy. And for, like, three or four hours afterwards, I could not calm down, man. My adrenaline was rushing. I felt this huge endorphin rush. And I was like, man, a TV show did this. Like, how is that even possible? Mm. So, mm. yeah, that was, I mean, there were some crazy would, dreams I, last night, but it was, it was actually, amazing. That- yeah, that, that that is that is actually quite good. Uh, that was that was a good, that was a good story tell right there. That was, that was good. I was like, I right, talking about sport. How's that getting to Game of Thrones? Oh, right, okay. That's that's no, that was that was a lit, that was a lit link. I like that. It actually reminds me of um, uh, actually when I went to see Avengers yesterday. I said this to I said this to my boy Dave, and I was like, I I haven't. There's not many films where I've left immediately feeling so like energized in a similar fashion to yours, mm. and. The only time I've had I've had that you know the, that euphoria just like where I feel like I need to sit down because I have so much energy right now and I just need to like just just take stuff in you know what I mean the only time I've had that is with like some albums and I've I've really had that with uh, many films there's not many films where I've had that feeling and Avengers was that one so um, if if that's if that's my non spoiler review of Endgame, that's kind of what it is. I yeah. needed to sit down. <laughs> I'm gonna have Even to though watch... I sat down for three hours. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that show because everyone's been speaking about it and apparently it's epic. Y- yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's worth it. It's it's worth it, I think. Alright, it's, well, it's definitely worth it. I'll check it out then for sure. For sure. And that has been Digging in the Digits, uh, episodes four four? Fourth? Yeah, I think we're fourth now. Yeah, fourth. fourth. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, I've been uh, Charlie Taylor. Yeah, I've been Ben Carter. It's, uh, it's been digging digits, and we shall see you next week. Take right. it easy, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Digging Digits is produced by me and Ben Carter. The show was edited by me. Music for the show, piece from video games by bonus points. Thanks to Chill Hop Records for the ability to use. Socials for the fifth element, hip hop buying numbers, bonus points, and Chill Hop Records will be in the description wherever you're listening. This has been the Fifth Element Podcast Network and Hip Hop Buying Numbers Collaboration. Thanks for spending time with us, and we'll see you next time on Digging in the Digits.